As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody, welcome to uh, episode 29. Man, that is crazy. Episode 29 of Hobby Hotline, the hobby's only live call-in show, and the the original, the OG, if you will, with uh, with a cast of characters, unique characters with over 200 years of hobby experience. Uh, but as always, guys, like we like to say. 
This show is all about you. So please, the link is in the chat. I'm going to put it in the chat. It is down there at the bottom. We want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. If there's something in the hobby that's going on that even if you just want to uh, vent about something, whatever it may be, this is all about, this is your show. So uh, feel free to call in anytime or just leave it into the comments. You don't have to do the video. You can do just the uh, audio if you want. But uh, this week, obviously, uh, we're going with two of us this week as uh, we had someone had a, an emergency. So uh, they'll be back next week. But mm -hmm. as always, my name is Drew, or as you know me as the DH from Let Me Get That Potograph. And joining me today from the amazing about the cards, you guys know him as Junk Wax Twins. Stefan, what's up, buddy? Howdy. Not much. Uh, a fun, fun, exciting work week. Drilled into a uh, fun, exciting weekend. So I hear you. Well, it, it's definitely, it. it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a fun and exciting time in the hobby. I'll tell mm. you that much. It's, it's, uh, it's been a blast, which I'm sure we'll get to a lot of that later. But um, I know uh, you and I were talking before the show, so I guess we'll, uh, we'll start, we'll start right here for a little bit. But Spill the um, <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, so uh, by now, everyone knows the national was canceled, which um, if you heard myself and Dr. Beckett talk on his show, we, we talked about how we knew it was going to be canceled. It just there was no way it was going to happen. It made no no sense whatsoever. And, you know, it, it, it was expected. But, uh, Stefan, it seems like that, at least from everything uh, that I'm seeing, um, and I mentioned it a little bit on the show uh, this week that drops today, that I think some places are going to really try and take advantage of not having the national by really putting some big shows out there. And it looks like we've got some places that are uh, already doing that. Yep. We, uh, uh, I know I've heard of a couple uh, one day shows, a couple two day shows um, and uh, Dallas deciding to be uh, extra special decided to host a three day show. Yeah. Um, it's actually about, Two, three hundred feet from me, right where I'm standing. Uh, I think they said there's three hundred tables, so it should be interesting. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll be live reporting from the uh, show here in a little bit. Oh, really? So you're going to uh, you're going to the show and everything? Well, um, oh, I'm mean, covered, and I got hand gel, and I'm definitely uh, staying six feet away just from body odor from everyone else. But <laughs> right. well, yeah, I do that anyway. Yeah, exactly. I do that at the shows anyway. I'm I hear you there. Social distancing at a card show is uh, almost a necessity, at least if uh, you don't want to lose your lunch. Right. But um, you know that that brings up you know the topic that we've talked about for a little. While it shows during COVID, you know, during mm. this COVID crisis. Now, granted, I think it's getting a lot better. I, I honestly think by national time, some I'm not going to get political. I don't want to turn this into that, but I think it'll be a lot easier. And I think that's when you're going to actually start to have a lot of these events um, and live stuff start to come back. You're seeing a lot of this stuff already in certain places that weren't necessary hot zones and everything. But, uh, you know, like you said, you're covering this show here, but, um, I'm guessing that has a little bit to do with your job. So I guess my question to you would be, would you, would you be going to this show? Would you be attending this stuff if it wasn't part of your job? What are your views? You know, like 
during this. Well, so I mean, nat naturally, any chance I get a, any time I get a chance to uh, g give the bests and the worsts of, and uh, spread our business. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a uh, welcome opportunity. But um, no, uh, I mean, you're starting to see some movie theaters come back, um, and not just drive-through, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, seeing the re resurgence, revival, if you will, of uh, the drive-up movie theaters. Um, I mean, if you have a projector, you can do it. And sports right. is uh, obviously a little different. But, um, no, I mean, uh, I, I, you can't find anything at retail for the most part, unless you're super lucky. Um, you can't... Uh, I mean, trades online, yeah, sure, but I mean, you, you don't know how well that person is, or, right? You, you can't see the card. From. You can't see the card. Can't like, see it in person. Yeah. Um. So no, I mean, I probably would have came. Uh, probably would have only went. Probably will be only going one day. Yeah. Um. As much as I like Kyle, as much as I like seeing Rich, um, I'm kind of a homebody anyway. But right. um, no, it, it, it should be fun. Um, I, I think they're saying there's like 300 tables set up. Nice. Uh, it's in a huge uh, convention center not far from work here um open till six um should be fun awesome yeah well uh, i i personally you know there's a show today in spartanburg that i was gonna <laughs> go to that i missed out um i've been to one since all this and i'm with you you know as long as you take the precautions i think you're good to go but um Definitely. you know i, I don't want to spend too much time talking about covid because i've said the word so much it drives me crazy but you mentioned right. something uh that i wanted to touch on today and i really want uh some listeners opinions please call in guys talk, uh give us your opinions on this because uh I'll, I'll tell the story here in a little bit but i, I want to preface the actual topic and that is you talked about you can't find retail anywhere mm -hmm. well i really want to touch on at least for a little bit unless anyone has any questions the future of retail in the hobby okay. because it, the way it's looking to me First of all, I'll guarantee you in a couple of months when Prism comes out next year, they're they're thirty to forty dollar blasters. They will not be twenty. They will be thirty to forty dollar blasters. You're going to already start to see some major increases in prices. Mm -hmm. But with everything that's going on now, it's getting to the point where ML Holdings, Anderson, uh, and all of these, so. all of these places are are involved in a lot of very illegal um, dealings right now. And I know for a fact, as I just found out this week, that there's a federal investigation going on into them in North Carolina right now. And it's and when I see this and I see how the whole distribution method I've always thought is completely mm -hmm. screwed. But when I look at this, it really makes me think, I mean, I've already been told for a fact by Walmart's reps, I contacted corporate, they will not be putting them ever behind lock and key. So <laughs> it's, it's either they get rid of them or uh, it, it stays the way it is. It will not be behind lock and key at Walmart. So, you know, what do you think the future of retail is here? Because I, I honestly see a massive, massive change coming. And I think it could be for the worse for those people like myself who have to drive an hour to a hobby shop. <laughs> well, so I, 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 I've heard some of the same rumblings. Um, 
I personally think that it would make more sense for them to put it behind some sort of glass display case, um, like yeah. the electronic section or whatnot. Now, I get why Walmart may not want to do it. It's not their section. They're right. not technically providing it, so it's not really like they have to go out of their way. But, I mean, uh, even going back to when I was a child, I remember them having them out by the drink section, just individually in yeah. individual rack rows. And, yeah, sure, those right for theft. Um, but, uh, you know, with everything blowing out, I, I don't know whether a limit is required or there's some rumors that targets pulling out of the market entirely. Yeah, um, and that, I, I'll go on and expand that I was going to, that was something I was about to answer. That is something that is being discussed at target. Um, sure. now, right now there, a lot of them are doing the limits. They're placing mm -hmm. limits on things, but there has been conversation that they're going to get out of it entirely. And this is what I'm talking about right here. Like if you, if they lose Walmart and target as their distributors retail becomes nothing more, it turns Walgreens. in, it almost turns into Walgreens and LCSs. And then the hobby, it's almost like their plan to take this, take retail out of target and Walmart, put mm -hmm. it into that put that stuff to the LCS and then go direct to consumer with all their big products. I mean, it really seems like they're trying to change the retail um, distribution method in this hobby uh, slowly, but surely. Um, but don't call me Shirley. And we actually, uh, on that note, we do have a caller on the line. Uh, we're going to bring him in right now. Mr. Kevin Jones. What's Howdy. up, man? Hey everybody. It's been a while. It's good to see you. Good Likewise. to see you too, man. How's it going? Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I just uh, I've, I've noticed that, uh, like everybody else, the retail is is uh, super super tough to find. Um, I think it really started. I feel like when the Chrome update came out last year for baseball, and then even more so with Optic. Um, and I found myself actually driving around trying to find optic basketball last year, and then just yeah. realized what the heck am I doing? Well, the. <laughs> The first time I ever saw it and the first time I ever can remember going places and seeing people actually waiting was when the Otani mega boxes came out. I think that might have been the start, but then but then you even had 20 or 30 products that no one cared about. Now it's every product. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a returner uh in the last, you know, 18 months to the hobby, so uh -huh. I definitely probably missed missed that, but right. My uh Walmart where I normally go that's super close, I think they've stopped carrying cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, the section where the cards used to be has been replaced by batteries behind a glass case, essentially. <laughs> yep. Um, which is kind of a bummer because, you know, I hop in and out of the hobby on and off for years, and I'm, I would always walk by the card aisle and just kind of right. see what's out there. Usually I'd grab, you know, a box of maybe Heritage. That was something that I always liked. Or just kind of see what the flagship looked like. Sure. Um, so it was always fun to kind of just walk by and look. And I can only imagine what I passed up on over the years. But, <laughs> you know, this this Walmart's in kind of a lower income area. But mm -hmm. um, it, it's sad to see. I think it's gone. I've asked customer service and they said that the rep came and picked everything up. But even at that Walmart, it was getting... Uh, really hard to find stuff, and I found that only if you if you stumbled across it by accident was about the only way you could find something. Yeah, no, um, that's at 
Absolutely. Now at our Walmart right now, last week we had last week I went up to go see if I could pick up a blaster of Chronicles to open. And the lady said, uh, a guy came and picked him up yesterday and spent about three grand and bought everything. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The rep doesn't wow. come till Friday. And she said, no, he had, he, uh, had someone go to the back, grab all three of the racks give them to him. He took them to the front. So they never even made it to the floor. The ML holding rep never even touched the box. And you've got managers of these places doing this stuff. I know other Walmarts here where literally employees are paid off to call and tell people when stuff comes in. So people are there waiting and they hide it. They, as soon as it's out on the shelf, they mosey their way over there, take it, they go take it and they hide it. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of issues with this stuff that's going on right now. And that's where I look at it with Walmart, you know, Walmart and Target, like you said, it's their space. All they care about is the money, but it's going to get to the point where luckily I live in a small town. So there's two or three of us maybe that, that chase after it. I can only imagine Chicago or somewhere where there's 40 people at a Walmart standing <laughs> there, you know, crowding for hours waiting on somebody. Right. And so it's a, it's a dangerous precedent where, that they're kind of setting here and it's really interesting that they're not making any sweeping immediate changes because that makes me think a big change is coming well here here's what i've been and kind of to bounce off that here's here's a definitely i think stuff is getting backdoored out of the big box stores there's no doubt whether absolutely employees, no whether it's people who have a connection to the rep no Whatever. way, Kevin. No way. Definitely, <laughs> definitely stuff getting backdoored out. But here, here's what I've been kind of – I've been on my soapbox kind of throwing this out. Hop on. On some of the message boards. And I was kind of wondering what you guys thought about this. Yeah. Um, is what if Tops and Panini with the retail product, not hobby, leave hobby as it is, but what if they began to start to do – like an open pre-sale period, say like what Tops has been doing with that T206, but with retail products where you go on the website, you can reserve, say, X amount, uh, five blasters, five hangers, five cellos. Right. Uh, pre-sale windows open for, say, seven to 28 days, depending on the product. Um, and you basically get it, either they farm it out to the holding company to ship it to you or Tops and Panini does it direct, mm. um, you know, what, and then maybe reducing the amount that actually makes it onto retail shelves based on what the demand has been. I and mean, what do you guys think about doing something like that? Like a rolling pre-sale right. period, uh, where people could get like, five boxes of prism basketball well, or Steph, Steph, you take this first. Cause I got sure. a lot to say here. <laughs> so, well, uh, so one thing, one, uh, I do kind of agree. I, I, I wish that they would run with something like that. It's not a, it's not a horrible idea. Um, it, it negates the need for bots because if everybody can get access or just a lottery system like Tops has done most recently where yeah. a thousand people enter and 30 people get one. Okay, fine. Um, at least that way, it's somewhat fair. Um, yeah. You're you're not running the issue where I ran into with Diamond Kings first off the line, where um, I was waiting for the final price drop. I was going to buy three additional boxes. Instantly, system lag, system lag, system lag, sold out. Right. Um, 
it, it negates that. Um, I yeah, do. I mean, sorry to jump in, but you can oh, still do like exclusives, you know, like oh, finest flashbacks and stuff like that, where there's a set amount, but for like the main kind of flagship product, sure. you know, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, keep sorry to hop in there. No, now, you're good. You're good um, I, uh, I, I do like it also because it helps get the people like yourself that would just want to try one blaster box right. or one rack pack just for funsies. Um, <laughs> j just to see what the design is that year or see what players are in it. Not necessarily because they're chasing Lewis Robert or Luka Doncic or any of these other huge top guys. They just want to see the product. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. The hobby should be expanding to meet both demands. Yes. Not just the prospect chasers, but the people that want well, to build a base set. So, I, I mean, Series 2, even, it's impossible to find. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, what about no. people that have a complete right. top flagship run from, say, 1971 to now? Well, now they can't right. find Series 2. Exactly. Right, no, and that's, uh, yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, one, A couple of comments on here. Um, when you said, you know, that would stop bots, the only thing that'll ever stop bots because there's ways around those bots, even when they do it the way they do it, um, yeah. is to go the shoe release method where mm. you go in, you sign up, and you get an email saying, yes, you won, or yes, you did. Yep. That's the only way that's ever going to stop. And until they do that, that's not going to happen. But uh, to, what you're, to what you're talking about with retail, I actually think this is exactly what the companies want. And it's exactly <laughs> where it's headed, and it's exactly their plan all along. Because what would Tops and Panini... And, uh, and name any company as we just use them, but Upper Deck Leaf, everyone, what would they rather do? Deal with distributors, all this other three, uh, go through three middlemen to get the cards on the shelves or direct to consumer. They want to do direct to consumer. They always want to. And so you'll see them every once in a while, throw up some, you know, hobby boxes and stuff like that mm -hmm. on their own website. You're starting to see a lot of direct to consumer releases with finest flashbacks, T206s, well beyond just the tops now sets. I'm really seeing, I mean, I see this as them moving towards more direct to consumer in terms of releasing stuff. And I could easily see them doing that with retail or like i said turning the retail into almost what the lcs's are accustomed to getting like a lot of stuff could change from all of this if they go to direct to consumer on their website then lcs's are only going to be able to get what they can get from the website mm -hmm. meaning that the quote-unquote retail would turn into an lcs version because that's what they'd be able to get i mean i I honestly think that this is where they want to go with all of this is to eliminate the ML holdings, eliminate all of this. And almost, I mean, I don't think they care if it's Walmart or Target. Now, five years ago, they needed Walmart and Target. Now they us. don't. Yeah. <laughs> Toys R Us. Five years ago, they needed those places. Now they don't need any of them. It's going to sell out no matter well where you sell it. You sell it on the corner store. You sell it on the corner of the street it's all going to sell out. But five years ago, they needed Walmart. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I've had some people say, well, you know, how do you figure out the odds for everything? I'm like, they could figure out what's printed and what's needed. And then they, it'd take them five seconds to figure out the odds on everything kind of based on pre-sales. And then the amount that they still release 
into the wild that can be gobbled up by, you know, bots or flippers or whatever. They, you know, you'd still put some out on the shelves, but I think they have a pre-sale window. And then there would always be pre-sale windows probably going too mm-hmm. because of so many products. But it, it's just curious. I, I, it's been kind of a mixed response to that, but I feel like direct to consumer is definitely something that uh, is the future. And I, I'd like to see it that way because I like to just collect like a couple unopened boxes because I kind of like the way it looks, you know? Right, right. Sure. Right, you know, 100%. I just can't drop a hundred bucks on a box of optic or something, right? You know, that I'm not going to open. And that's, you know, that's so. the crazy thing is the wax. Like we talk about all this, we talk about um, how they want to pull stuff out and all this, but the wax prices are soaring. They're, they're quadrupling. I mean, Chronicles hangers up to 60, 80, they'll probably be up to a hundred dollars. And the resale market on the secondary market is showing the values there. I mean, there's so much, I mean, you're actually now, whether that's sustainable is, you know, is up to debate. I think, I think we are, I think we have a lot of people in this industry now that weren't in it during this junk, the junk wax or overproduced era and a lot of kind of safeguards to prevent that total collapse again. But um, I do think, you know, there, there's always going to be ups and downs, but um, the, the wax right now is flying off the shelves. It's flying. You can't keep it there. Even with all of these ridiculous jump ups, it's, it's insane, but it is really interesting, Kevin. And it's a really good question on, what's going to happen because mm-hmm. because i guarantee you something is going to change because ml holdings anderson all those people they're getting sick of it the the distributors can get fired for that type of stuff they're tired of it they're complaining to bosses there's a lot sure. of problems going on in the distribution well and you're starting to see incidents that i've been reading random accounts i don't know if they're true or not but like people are starting to get in fights over it and mm-hmm. chasing oh. people out into parking lots and listen to this week let me get that it could be in stalked by by guys following her around town all day. I mean, it's listen just, to uh, listen to this week's episode. Let me get that polygraph, and you'll hear a crazy story that happened to me the same way. It's yeah. nuts, man. Or uh, last week's about the cards where yeah. Jim was discussing his uh, incident in uh, retail. No, I, and, and, and that's the worst part is that you know the last two years, for the most part, I've built the top scrum update, which you'd mentioned. Yeah. Um, Set minus one card, and I uh, you guys can guess which, but uh, 2018. Um, a great fun set, love ripping the retail. I like seeing the uh pinks or purples or whatever the color they choose this year. Um, that come out of the individual three pack cellos. Um, and I'm not, not looking forward to this year just because yeah. I know it's going to be impossible to find, and I kind of have a store or two that's lesser hit, so I know where to look, but um, it's I, I literally have every single insert, every single base card minus that one. Um, that I'm, I'm which, which one? I, I have which right one? Uh, Acuna 2018. Oh, okay. Number 55. Uh, I, I have a good uh, run at one here locally. It's 50, 60 bucks. It's just let's get that man in Acuna. <laughs> yeah, Trade Factory said for it. <laughs> Is it the Mega Box? The Mega Box one? Uh, the Tops Chrome update. Oh, Tops Chrome. Okay. Yes. Never mind. Um, 
No, it's it's one of those where um, yeah, I've, I've loved ripping it. It's a great, fun set to, to pull. So occasionally, you have a couple of good prospects, but I, I just like the set. I, much like Diamond Kings, much like Ginter, it's one of those that just appeals to me. And yep. retail, it's kind of hard to find. Absolutely. Well, and uh, I know it's not basketball, but yeah, yeah, I know, right. All right, Kevin. Well, thanks so much for yeah, the call, man. It's been a while, so good to have you back. Hope all is well. Always and, appreciate um, the time. Stay absolutely. Safe. Stay safe, man. All right. And uh, on that note, we actually have another caller. Uh, great call, yeah, by the way. Guys, call yeah. in anything you want to talk about. If we're talking about wax and you want a 180-degree flip to talking about 19... 19- 20 whatever i don't i don't care call in this is your show but speaking at that note it looks like he's at a show right now but uh the man himself tx car dude what is going on buddy can y'all hear me yeah i can hear you wait no i'm at the texas show ah i got some guy right there he's he's see he's not sitting there today I know, Uncle Rich. What's <laughs> up, Uncle Rich? So, what's up, buddy? Hey, Drew. What's going on, buddy? How's it going, Rich? Good. How are you? Doing good, my man. So we're sitting here, standing side by side. We're we're actually see sitting, and I'm standing, and we're we're digging through boxes, man. Nice boxes, having the t- having a great old time. Find me some. Find me some Kendrick Nunn. Well, I need to find me some Kendrick Morales is what I need to find. <laughs> <laughs> find me some dime boxes. Yeah. Did, there's all sorts of stuff here. There's also This place is pretty nice. There's all sorts of people here. People are wearing masks. There's distancing going on. It's great. Are they, if you, uh, are they doing a good job enforcing everything, making everyone feel safe? You know, is it a nice, solid like setup they got going? Yeah, I walked around a little bit, and then I jumped back in right here onto these cards. They're 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 calling to me to dig in, man. And right. They're, and they're calling. I'm like Cookie, man. They're calling me. I get it. I hear you. So what's going on, man? Not much. Had a pretty good week. Had a pretty good week. Uh, didn't find anything interesting. Uh, it's been kind of a slow week. Um, actually, I was kind of surprised i was wondering if everybody else has experienced any slow trading or, or anything this week or is it just me and if, oh it it's just you at least if we're comparing me i've been going crazy <laughs> this week <laughs> i'm in the office yeah <laughs> yes yes plenty yes plenty he's got so many He's got cards among cards among cards. Among oh, there, there's at least six new boxes that I haven't that, that weren't here last time we were here two weeks ago. Oh, I'm sure. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's all um, sorts of fun, but if you're if you're anywhere in the area, calm down. Calm down now. Have some fun. I'm here. I'm going to be here probably most of the day. Yeah. Nice. I, Plan on going. I told the wife that I, w- I wouldn't be back home until at least six. So, <laughs> so yeah. we could be here for a while. So come on down. I can't wait to see Steph. Can't wait to see Angela. Can't, can't wait to see everybody. But mound down, mound down. It's, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, you guys have a great day, man. I hope everything works out well. Give uh, give Uncle Rich our best, of course. I'll give him a big poppy hug for you. There yeah, you go. There you go. <laughs> have a good one, bud. Thanks for calling in. All right, y'all have fun. Speaking yep. of Rich, and this is a teaser for him for afterwards, sure. but uh, got a huge oh, stack nice. of Topps buybacks, including possibly the oldest one I've seen. Oh, that's beautiful. A, All right, so uh, what, 58? Yeah, so we've actually got a question from YouTube here. Uh, I don't know who the user is for someone. It just says YouTube. Maybe that's the name they're using. (laughs) Sure. But, uh, yes, I was talking about Topps Kerm centering on this week's podcast with only one front border, like the half side. Um, I'll pull one out. You know, you have the half side border. Mm -hmm. And then I was referring to the back. What I was stating, which is what I'm guessing that you're talking about, I'll I'll show you right here. If you're looking for a way to, it's not foolproof, but if you put, if you look at 50 of them, it'll be instant which ones are the centered ones. But mm. on the back, you will notice after the stats, there is a little line at the bottom. Um, at the bottom, there's that yeah. little line. A little gray. Yeah, the little gray area at the line. If you line those up and you look at those, you'll instantly be able to see the ones that are centered in terms of the back. Now, in terms of the front, you're going to have to go looking at the outline of, you know, on Prism, we were looking at the outline of the Zion rookie card logo. Right here, you're going to be wanting to look at the outline of where their nameplate is. So that's what I was discussing on two ways to save you about 50 minutes (laughs) per card when you're trying to see if that Robert's worth subbing, which uh, I'll go on and give you the answer. Yes, sub it. Um, But uh, yeah, that's what that was. But um, Uh, I was uh, was not not too long ago. Speaking of 2018 Topps Chrome update, um, mm-hmm. and up Topps update for that matter, uh, Juan Soto's card. Um, yeah. There is a particular uh, centering issue wherein if you get the um, 
And I'm gonna show right, we'll pull you. this out right here to show you. I'm gonna doop, 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 doop. If it's share on that, I'll show them. Yeah, I got it. Mm -hmm. uh, the W gets cut off on this edge. So there are some that have slight space. Which is exactly why mine got a nine. Exactly why mine, nine, mine got a nine. <laughs> but some people chase the slightly more visible uh, W, whereas uh, right. you'll get the, the. It's a good way to gauge on whether yours is centered for that card in particular. Yes. Absolutely. Like Walgreens W. Yep, that Walgreens W. <laughs> All right, so it looks like the show's going good. That's that's nice to hear. I like mm -hmm. to see the shows, you know, start to kick back into gear. I, I think it's needed. Um, I, you know, I think it's. I mean, I really think it is. I think it's something that's very important. Um, but uh, but it's good to see that there's a solid amount of people there. It looked like, and it seemed like it was going good. Oh, absolutely. Um... So, speaking on the previous topic, I, I got one for you. Sure. Um, in that uh, we were talking about different distribution methods and yeah. uh, talking about in the future more, say. But here's one for you. Um, pull me up. Oh, yeah. yeah. This card I came yes. from 84 FLIR Update. Uh -huh. Now, FLIR Update came in the little factory, little mini box set. Um and uh, as far as I understand, he had to actually order them. So my question is, um, because the person who shared this said, I'm 46, it's probably time I get this card. I've wanted it since I'm 11. <laughs> right. What's one of the more difficult, rarer, harder-to-find cards that you guys are chasing? Ah, that's a good question. Yeah, call in and let us know what you guys, uh, some difficult cards that you're chasing. Now, mine, I, I can give you my answer right now. Sure. I'm a, I'm a Bryce Williams super collector. I have his entire Prism Draft Picks rainbow. I have every one of one, but uh, three out of all, all of his cards that he's ever had. But my elusive, elusive card has always been the Super Bowl ticket of contenders draft picks from uh, 2016. I don't know if it's ever been pulled. You know, it's that old school design. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's ever been pulled, what it is, but that Bryce Williams 101 is kind of like my my white whale, that and the non-autoed. Um, <laughs> but th those would be my two. Um, I'd know that instantly, but I'd love to hear from everybody of what their uh, – Oh, and he just left. Should be back momentarily uh, to fill time here. Um, uh, I'm chasing down a couple, um, like the uh, David Ortiz rookie from Clear. And there he is. Yeah, that, that welcome I don't, back. It yeah, happens. Streamyard plays around. Um, <laughs> that's a. Those would be mine. Um, so uh, I was telling them that uh, I'm kind of chasing down a David Ortiz rookie from Lee for Clear, like 1998, 97, somewhere in there when he was still mm -hmm. David Arias. Right. Um, but also, uh, and not even the Tiffany version, just a regular version. Um, most people seem to have plucked them from the donate box, from the dime quarter nickel box. So uh, right. just finding one that's reasonable. And uh, I'm kind of on a hunt for a no paper loss. 
reasonable Walter Johnson T206. Nice. Now, see, I've got a couple other ones. You know, I'm searching for a lot of old Patrick Waugh stuff, a lot of uh, sure. stuff like that. But but those would definitely those would definitely be the big ones because I want to finish my Bryce Williams collection. I'm so close. When you're down to when you've got like 15 101s and he has 18, you know, you want to finish it all off. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so you know, I'm right there. That's where I've been chasing. But um. But, you know, I think that's one of the cool things about the hobby, you know, that makes it so much fun. You get those elusive cards that you chase forever. You meet amazing people while you're doing that, you know, while you're trying to do that. I mean, I think that's one of the things that kind of gets lost uh, in the hobby sometimes. Mm hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we see this two answers here in the chat. Uh, 1990 score Earl Cunningham autoed in blue Sharpie after 15 years of looking. Wow. Well, as uh, 2003, Udi, Victory Red, and Purple, which are very hard to find. Congratulations. That's awesome to finally get that uh, after Uh that long. I I think that's awesome. I love hearing stories like that. And guys, remember, if you would ever like to uh, show off your collection, Hobby, uh, Heart of the Hobby, my new show, I would love to have you show off your collection sometime. So definitely let me know. But guys, uh, I'm putting the link in the chat right now. We would love to hear from you on this topic or any other topic, anything in the hobby that you'd want to talk about. There's uh, um, one thing I'd like to touch on before we wrap up a little bit that I'd like to kind of get your opinion on. Mm-hmm. Um I, uh, unless anyone has something uh, that they want to call in and ask about. But I don't know if everyone heard this week, but Tops partnered now on this week's episode of my show that drops this week. The head honcho himself of this company will be giving his first ever interview since they announced this. Um, so you can check it out tonight. But Tops partnered with a company called Rally. Mm-hmm. And Rally is basically. They're basically. It's a good thing Ben's not on this show. I think he might. His head might explode at the at the discussion we're about to have. But they're literally turning things like cars, shoes, things like that is what they've been focusing on before into like IPO, so to speak, into into where you can buy shares. But now they're moving into the card market, even partnering with Tops. Mm. When you see something like this, what do what do you think? I mean, this is this is something pretty big. So, so I'll, I'll give you mine, and then I'll give you uh, because me, Ben, and Tim have discussed this as well. Um, I like the idea of it, but uh, I, and it's definitely huge. Uh, I mean, they're offering. I think the ten sets, two are staying at tops, and uh, I think they're shooting for like ten thousand each, something yeah. to that effect. Um, so. They did this with the Honus Wagner previously, where they offered out however many shares at however much. Yeah. Um, and it was really a novel concept, but my um, my and Ben's only real complaint was, as um, collectors and uh, hobbyists, you know, 
is there like a timeshare custody version of that? Yeah, exactly. It stays with me for a week, and then it goes to this guy for a week. And Ben, being the super team collector that he is, he wants like somebody well, yeah. to break theirs and give them out individually. And I think the concept is that there are X amount per the factory set. So, so yes. 50. Um, you are correct there. Um, and so he'd, and he'd have to buy 28... 30, 25, 20, yeah. however many A's there are in the set. I don't know. I'm not an A's collector. Yeah. Um, to get his guys, and mm-hmm. I think the concept is that they're going to be random as well. Yeah. So, good luck. Now, my biggest thing is really now I love, you'll hear a lot more about it on this week's show that comes out tonight, but my biggest thing was, you know, it's locked up in a vault. Therefore, mm-hmm. you know, you don't actually have that you don't hold the card. You don't have a version of the card. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's a way for them to do like blockchain does to where you could get like a, uh, a certified reprint, whatever it may be, you know, sure. so you could display that proves that you're part owner of your shares or something, you know, a it's digital pretty cool. PDF. Yes. <laughs> there you are. Anything. I mean, that's what it comes down to, but it really, uh, quad currency makes a great point is, uh, that the whole concept uh, is, well, let me pull it up here. Mm-hmm. The whole concept will bring more money and more awareness to cards, which is a good thing if you like value. And I completely agree like that as, as, as well as this. It gives people like him and myself. I would mm-hmm. never be able to go after these LeBrons and these Kobe's and these crazy things. But to tell you the truth, after interviewing him and after hearing everything he had to say, this is an interview you will not want to miss. Mm. I actually signed up immediately when we were done and I've already started jumping in. I've already picked what I'm going after out of next. And I actually really like the concept. I think it's it's 10,000 times. They looked at blockchain. Tops is always reactive. They never mm-hmm. do anything first. They watch Panini's blockchain and they probably did what everyone else did and laughed their ass off and fig- <laughs> and figured out how to do something semi, uh, kind of similar, but successful. And sure. that's what they've done here. And I think this partnership with Rally, which is just the beginning, as you'll hear, um, I really see this as a massive subset of the hobby. Do I think this is where the hobby's going? Do I think it's always going to be like that? No, but I think this is a great way to do certain things and to to expand the hobby. Let's be honest. It doesn't always have to be just buy a box and open the pack. Why can't we expand the hobby? Why can't we make other ways to enjoy things that we like to do you know what i mean and and i see this as one of those things personally so uh again like i said i I like the idea and and especially the individuals um it it seems so for example um in in the games world you have games where you know a, a company will release it and then another company will take their spin on it and then inevitably nintendo will come by and super polish it and make it like the best version of that game type version right whatnot. um you saw you see it with uh zelda breath of the wild for the open area open arena skyrim-esque games um and, and there's nothing wrong with that uh T- tops saw that this was a market that they could go to and they branched out and said hey this is our version of it and let's put it out um and run with it. And uh, uh, again, I, I, I like the idea. I just don't know um, 
you know, 50 years from now, is someone to end up with a full factory set or is someone to be chasing down the one version of Bryce Harper? Yeah. That never came out. That's impossible yeah. to find. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I just don't know how that, um, as humans were naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Strictly. Yeah. So, I mean, so if you open like a pack of Series 1, Series 2, you end up with like the clear-cut number to 10. And hey, that's cool. But you're not getting all 750 of them. Right. Um, right. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And I think, uh, I think like anything, you're going to have some hits and you're going to have some misses. There's going to be some that are massive failures. And then you're going to have probably some cards that do incredibly well there that show the value that it does have. But uh, it's definitely an interesting thing moving forward. Uh, and um, before we wrap it up, while we're talking about digital cards, did you hear the news about Tops Now? No, what are they're they actually they are now going to be starting. If if I read this correctly, please, everyone uh, who got a chance to dive into this 10 times more than I have so far, they're going to be uh, they're going to be inserting random colored parallels and random parallels into the packs now. So let's say you order like a 10 pack, you could actually get like nine regulars and then something numbered out of something. I think that's a great, I think that's something they should have done a long time ago. And I Mm -hmm. think that brings a little more added value to tops now, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Sure. And, and, you know, uh, we've seen that with their individual on-demand products. You know, it's not necessarily uh, something that's new to them. Um, if, if they're dropping it that way or even in place, not necessarily in place of, but in addition to the 10 that you order, that's kind of cool. I, I, I can just see some hobby shop in the middle of Missouri ordering five Albert Pujols cards for some commemorative 20 years on commemorates or whatever, getting you know one of these numbered to fives and expecting, hey, no, but I sold the base card 
and now I can't get in. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Well, guys, uh, before we do wrap up, we do have one more caller at least uh, calling in. So we're going to uh, go on and bring him in on the line now. And that is uh, uh, Leighton. How's it going, bud? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey guys. Got- how are you today? Great. Doing good. This is Leighton Shelton, everybody, uh, owner of Just Collect and Vintage Breaks. So how's everything going, bud? Great. Just had a nice little breakfast with the family, and uh, I was listening to you guys for a few minutes chat about the hobby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I figured I would I would call in for a few minutes and say hi. Cool. Awesome. Nice talking to you again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we've been talking a lot about a lot today about um, the Tops uh, Rally Collab and um, really the future of retail in the hobby. As uh, as um, you know, have you have you gotten a chance to look too much into the the Rally Collab at all? Um, that Tops has uh, done. I looked at, I, I, yeah, I looked at for a few minutes. Like I didn't spend enough time on it to really understand. I mean, I I, I roughly know what it is. Uh, right. Sure. I didn't really think about the uh, uh, offering. Right. Well, uh, well, while so, we got you um, on the line here, but what's that? Oh, no. cutting out your yes. Yes. me. Oh. Okay. Well, hold on. It looks like we we're breaking up a little bit, but um, I wanted to ask you, Leighton, while I got you here. I know you obviously. Obviously, with just collect and vintage breaks, you guys deal with wax all the time. And we were we were talking earlier about the future of retail in the hobby, um, and the future of distribution in the hobby, and where exactly you know this is all going. As there's a lot of issues that are going on right now, yet wax prices keep soaring every single week, whether it be retail, hobby, or whatever. Do you? Uh, I'll, I'll go on and ask you what we asked everybody else earlier. Do you see retail, you know, uh, staying its course, or do you think we're in? Uh, we're about to see a major change, at least in terms of Walmart, Target, you know, how retail is distributed. Um, well, I feel like Drew, you're probably a little bit more in tune uh, than myself to, you know, the exact going ons of retail and the distribution and such. But you know, at a macro level. Uh, it seems that demand is really high. Um, it's really mm-hmm. funny, and I see Stephen, your your tagline or your your name, Junk Wax Twins. Yep. Um, you know, some folks, uh, maybe the ones that are looking at the glasses half empty, are saying well, we're in another Junk Wax era. And I'm thinking, well, for those that have lived through the Junk Wax era, you guys understand that there was never a shortage of product. That, right. was, that was the issue. I Meaning, yeah. like 91 Donruss, hey, you want 37 cases? No problem. Sure. You want 187 cases? No problem. Exactly, as you're showing it off, Stephen. <laughs> so I find it really interesting that folks think that we're in a junk wax era again when Target and Walmart can't even keep top series one and two packs. And stuff. Exactly. So well, that's one of the things the companies are doing a great job of is not overproducing to yes. induce that market. Yeah, but I think, uh, Stephen, per that and Drew, what happens is it drives up the prices of stuff. Sure. And I've now heard, uh, you know, I talked about this earlier this week on a vintage break show um, and some other things I've done as well that, you know, folks, whether it be a collector, Stephen, um, mm-hmm. whether it be it's your son, you run into the target and you're real upset that they don't have what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that's really frustrating. You know, my son's yeah. five. 
so when we go to Target, we don't generally go to buy cards. We go to buy toys. Um, <laughs> and I know your son, uh, Drew, is fighting similar in age to Kraz. And yeah. I think he's just getting into cards. And so yeah. my point is, like, as a dad, Stephen, do I think it would be really frustrating, flustering, or upsetting that every single time I went to Target or Walmart, there wouldn't be anything? Absolutely. Sure. But I also think that you, maybe that's a parallel uh, to life. Meaning it's not going to always go the way that you want. So if mm -hmm. you think that, you know, you're going to show up and they're always going to have a toy you want, you're going to go to the ice cream store and they're never going to run out of your favorite flavor. I just think you're setting up your kids for disaster. Yeah. So, you know, I don't mean to, you know, to sound, uh, you know, righteous and all, but my point is like, come up with another solution. And mm -hmm. so if it's, you know, if we're talking about the kids, like, you know, let's be honest yeah. here, if that's, if that's what it is. And so, um, you know, one of the things I was going to do, uh, how often do you guys run the hobby uh, hotline every week? Yes, every single week. Yeah, so Drew, one of the things I was going to do this week, because I don't go to Target very much, generally it's with the wife's permission, because we're mm -hmm. picking up a birthday gift or something, and I'll run in with my mask, because we're in New Jersey, and COVID is, you know, people yeah. are still here are wearing masks. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to run in, and I'm going to buy whatever yeah. is left. I'm going to buy an assortment of stuff. I'd like mm -hmm. to give it out in the Hobby Hotline. Now, I know, I saw it the other day. Wow. It's going to be wrestling stickers. It's going to be pops <laughs> only game. But the thing is, there's nothing wrong with that. If no. For a five, no, six, absolutely. seven year old. Kid. Right. Exactly. So my, so my point is, if the adult collectors that are out there are truly upset, that's different. Mm -hmm, but if right. you are upset for your son, for your cousin, for your niece, your nephew, for the young collectors like Todd C was pointing out earlier, mm -hmm. I think that's a very reasonable, rational point. And I think that hopefully moving forward, whether it be it's Tops, it's Panini, it's Upper Deck, it's a player to be named later, they're going to continue to produce. And I forgot the name of the issue escapes me. I think it's called Opening Day. Continue, yes. to, continue yes. to produce at least one product, right? They are a business. You can't fault mm -hmm. them for having 10 different lines. Um, but why not have, at the very least, the ability to, you know, have one or two kids products every year if it ends mm -hmm. up getting um bought up by adults then you know you made it too good so to speak yeah. you know kidding all kidding aside right no seriously yeah later, yeah, later, legit, you know, yeah if opening day was too good because there's long shot inserts great then dumb it you know dumb it down a little bit dumb it down. You know, um and and if you end up you know lose a little bit of money uh i still think it could make a great loss leader for both those individual companies and then, of course, um, you know, the hobby in general wants more young people collecting. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you guys are running out of time here, um, but I did want to kind of touch upon, you know, what happens, uh, you know, if you find yourself in a spot where you're, you know, someone who went to the Target or Walmart and you're upset, you can't find what you're looking for, you're really upset at the flippers. I don't think we have enough time to kind of give you my full take on it, but <laughs> I think in general, um, chill out. And what I mean is, you know, there's other ways that you can collect. There's other things that you can do. Um, make friends uh, so that when you do make a score, spread the wealth. So yes. the next time that someone goes, they're going to hook you up. Listen, Drew, we're on camera, I know. But, like, Drew, like, he hooks me up as just as his buddy. I'm not, like, I'm opening this stuff. So yeah. sometimes it goes the other way. And so I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's close the show with this. We have uh, a fantastic event. Uh, you guys stop at noon today, right? Yes. Thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have a fantastic event ending at VintageBreaks.com um, this, this weekend, tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern time, where if you buy any spot at all in any break, Stephen, 
for as little as three bucks, by the way, shipping included, you get into a promo that you could find out all the details at event.vintagebreaks.com. There's dozens of prizes. Top prize in our buying a spot promo is a 1953 Tops Mickey Mantle PSA one and a half. So imagine going home with that after buying a spot in a 1980s wax pack for three bucks <laughs> and walking home with a 53 Mantle. I know you'd have to check my diaper. So, um, uh, so anyway, um, check it out. If you have any questions at all, hit up Drew. I'm sure he'll help you. Go to yeah, Sure. Um, we're actually going to be live all day today till midnight, all day tomorrow from noon cool. to midnight. But this is what I wanted to say. This is about hobby love. So, Drew, you remember you bought me some uh, Panini Prism 2019 hanger boxes. And you remember I was just getting back into modern. I'm yeah. like, sure, Drew, I'll buy some. Lo and behold, what are they worth today? Like 300 Yeah. Great. So what, what I'd like to do is um, let's take one of those boxes, which thankfully I did not open yet. Wow. And I'd like you to give that away to your hobby hotline community. You decide awesome. how to give it away. Okay. Um, and that's what kind of box again? It's 2019 mm -hmm. Prism Basketball Hanger Prism. Box. So the one where you can get the orange. Oh, awesome. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, I remember when well, I got you those. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. I got a big box. I thought it was Christmas. I remember <laughs> opening a bunch of those like I thought they were candy. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, I guess I'll just open yeah. another one. I'm going to take a break at work. So thankfully, <laughs> Drew, because yes. I've had to work from home a bunch more in the last few months, I haven't opened every last one. Right. So let's give one of those away. Um, awesome. On the Hobby Hotline. And, and like I said, you and Steven decide the best way to do this. But really, thank you uh, to everyone out there who's keeping the hobby strong. And don't, you know, don't let it get you down. If you don't find something you're looking for, um, you know, there's always folks that are looking out for you. Um, you know, whether it be vintage breaks or just collect or folks like Drew and Stephen from the Hobby Hotline, there's a lot of hobby love out there. You just got to know where to look. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Leighton, thank you so much for not only the giveaway, but just everything. You guys, uh, you're top notch in the hobby. Uh, if you guys don't know, Leighton does a podcast called Leighton's Loft as well, which is uh, absolutely excellent. Definitely check it out. But uh, thanks for joining, Leighton. Yeah, I'd love for to chat again. Thanks for having me, guys. Take it easy. Cool. Have a good one. All right. Well, hey, that was a nice surprise. That's a big giveaway right there. Oh, Prism no. hanger box, man. That's that's a big one. So yeah, uh, very huge. So Stefan, how do you how do you want to how do you want to do uh, th this giveaway before we wrap it up? We'll announce how we'll do it. How should we do this one? Um, do you want to tie it into Monday show? Somehow, um, leave uh, comments, uh, retweet the show. Yeah, there you go. How about how about I'll make a post. Okay. I'm gonna make a post when this show's over promoting Monday's show. Cool. You retweet that show. You retweet that, obviously, and then you have to follow us, you know, mm -hmm. and everything, and then you're entered. Uh and we'll Call do it that, that way. And then someone on Monday will random it off and we'll have a winner. Sounds great. Sounds good to me. Sure. So uh, awesome. Well, there you go, guys. The 2019 Prism Hanger Box to end the show. So, uh, and guys, uh, like I said, to end the show, my Twitter. Hey, there you go, baseball. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. There you go. Um, card currency. Mine is LGTP Podcast. Um, it's mm -hmm. let me get that podograph. Um, but. Uh, we guys, thanks so much as always for um, 
hanging out with us. Uh, I know it's just the two of us today. Uh, we will be back, as always, on Monday. I will put that post up right now so you guys can begin entering in and sharing and getting uh, all that action. But thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the calls. We need more, so keep calling in. We want to know your guys' comments. This is your show. Um, but, uh, Stephen, thanks so much for joining, bud. It's a pleasure, as always, man. Looks like on Monday we got uh, Tim, Drew, you're back again, and uh, Mike Summer. Ah, beautiful. So, uh, yes, we'll give that away this week. So, um, guys, be on the lookout. It's, uh, it's going to be a fun one. But uh, y'all have a great weekend. Y'all too. Stay safe. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.